back to Miss D's Lunacy. I have today a story to tell you that is the best feel-good story you will ever hear. It is compassionate, humane, and delightfully imaginative. It is about a real dog named Luke and involves the most intriguing and enterprising creative project I have ever heard. Without further ado, please welcome the beautiful Susan Beatty and her publisher and producer, Peter Nolenberg. Hi, Misty. Hi, darling. <laughs> now, you've got to hear this story. This is unbelievable. This is called the Rags to Riches story. This is about this puppy and his sisters who were found in North Palm Beach in a box on the side of a highway. How about terrible, inhumane behavior? And you take it from there. What happened? Well, this uh, litter of puppies uh, dropped on the side of a road, and animal care and control was called. And they take the dogs in, they'll only take them in for so many days, and then they do send notices out to other rescue organizations. So Big Dog Ranch Rescue received this, and they came to pick up the litter of puppies. Aww. But what happened when they picked them up, one of the puppies was very, very sick, and that was Luke. Yes, and he had parvovirus. He, they found out that he had parvovirus, so, so he was... Yeah, he, he had to immediately go to the... Im emergency. Immediately uh, to emergency care, which he actually stayed uh, two to three weeks, yeah. blood transfusions, and, yeah, to, to save him. Well, what's incredible is that they paid thousands yes. of dollars to yes. save this little creature. Yes. yeah. That is incredibly mm -hmm. humane from mm -hmm. the inhumane that had just but occurred. that's what they do. Whether it's a sick puppy, whether it's an abused animal, whatever it is, that's that's what they do. But Peter said it was amazing because with the chances of it surviving were so minimal, and they did so much to make it live, which mm -hmm. is really mm -hmm. spectacular of that. Mm -hmm. And to spend the money to do that and, and, and hope that he would live. Mm -hmm. It's extraordinary. So then, after he was in the intensive when, when care... When they I knew think, he was well enough, then he was transported to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. In another place. And, right. Where, he's traveled all right, over. He's only right, eight weeks right, old. I mean, exactly. It's and, and, that, and that was in hopes that somebody would come in and adopt him, and he would have a, a family. And then... Yeah. And then... And then... My son went in. My son had just opened his jewelry store in Palm Beach. I was working with him, and he sent me a text saying, I'm adopting this puppy. And I thought, whoa. You know, and, and then he, and anyway, his response was his name is Luke. So that's how it started. Isn't that incredible? Now, what is this dog is huge, number one. And he's well, at that time, he was tiny. I he know. was underweight. Oh. And I met Greg at the store with this little puppy. And I, it, you know, my, my, kind of my job besides greeting people and, you know, with my son in the jewelry store was to get this puppy ready to be a door greeter himself. Is that the sweetest story I've ever heard? I mean, it just, it, it bring out yeah. tissues. Hello. <laughs> so this dog is black. Yes. And he's huge because he was a Labrador and a Weimaraner mix. Yes. Yes. And he's beautiful. Yes. Now he's huge. Right. Now, explain. I mean, well, I know. now now he is. He's it's 85 like pounds. He's, yeah. 85, he's 85 pounds. He's a big he's a big dog. Now, this is what's incredible, folks. You've got to hear this. He wears a red tie. He's like a doorman in the <laughs> yeah. store. But he happens to be a very naughty boy. He's very good at shaking hands, right? Yes. He puts yes. out the ball. Yes. I can't do yes. that. My sweet little right. dog can't. We've tried. Right. Yeah. Forget it. She just looks at you like, are you stupid? <laughs> and uh, so this dog now is with a beautiful red tie. 
it's, a, it's I mean, it's just too cute. And so everybody pets him. He says hello to everybody. Right. But but he got his tie because we were having a grand opening party for the store. Ah. So he was dropped off at the groomer ah. to prepare for that night. That's And when we picked him up, he had his red tie. And that's so the that signature night, now. That's the signature red tie. I've also seen him in a tie that has an American flag. Well, he's patriotic, so he, oh. has, <laughs> he has another tie. It is too charming. So let's hear about the naughty things that he's done. Wow. Lots. <laughs> so he, first of all, went from a box into a hospital to a ranch, and now he's on Worth now Avenue he's on in Worth Palm Avenue. Beach as a greeter in a jewelry store. <laughs> Did I not tell you it was Rags to Riches story? <laughs> This dog was left to die, and now he's running around in a red tie. Everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the fellow on Worth right. Avenue. Right. It right. is just too much, but he gets into trouble. So what does he do? Well, at first, <laughs> when, he, when he appeared with his tie at our grand opening party, we put him in the back, and we noticed that food was not coming out to the customers. Oh, dear. He ate the roast. Oh, my God. So at the end of the night... We went back and yeah, it was all gone. It was all gone. Oh so, my goodness! That gracious. was the beginning of many stories. Though. Okay, so then there's right. one about one. some missing diamonds, diamonds or something. Yes, missing diamonds. <laughs> right. One one day I looked back and I could see him on the floor eating something, and it was a plastic a, a little envelope, and I said, "Greg, what what is Luke doing?" We both are standing over him, and he ate half of the envelope of diamonds. Oh my goodness. And um, I look at Greg, and just as calm, he would be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. And I would be like, oh, my gosh, it's okay. I know. <laughs> so people were offering to walk in. They would. <laughs> well, news, news spread on the avenue that to the nearby restaurant. And, yes, people were coming by offering to walk him. I think it's extraordinary. So here is what Susan, by the way, I forgot to tell you this, was a bred and born in Florida and grew up with dogs and cats and owls and possums and, <laughs> and horses and a horse and, and a goat. pig and a goat. I mean, so she absolutely adores animals. In the meantime, um, you also were a school teacher. Yes. So this is how we're going to pull the whole story together because she started to write a book about Luke, which was an illustrated book, which was a pamphlet short story about her, the dog because he's so phenomenal and then the project took on a complete life of its own so explain how this entire beginning created this magic and it's a it's an unbelievable story in the beginning i was just trying to spread the word about rescue adoption so people would come by and and to tell his story i made a three by five card and then I decided to write a children's book, not knowing where it would go, but just let me write a book and to teach. And then shortly after, I found an artist, uh, Sandra Thompson, who's a Palm Beach artist, and she said she would do the project. Oh. And then it started going into one school that I taught at years before this. And I gave the presentation. I had Luke with me. Everything was always just by instinct. By instinct. So yeah. after you give the presentation of the dog, he then walks out. He on then the walks stage. out. I had him in. I actually had him with his trainer, so oh. that after the presentation, the trainer walked out with him, and the kids just it. Because it, if you're telling a story, they don't believe this is actually really a better right. real dog. Right. That's what's so phenomenal. Right. And at that moment, I knew. I said, "There's something here." I can I can I can go it's you know, fantastic. do more. Right. So 
the it's very difficult to do what you did, but you started out with the Palm Beach Zoo with the conservation, which I thought was wonderful right. because you're right. an animal activist, not right. only just dogs, but just to save jaguars and to save elephants and to save rhinos, for God's right. sakes. I mean, that's really upsetting to me. I've right. been on a safari. And to think that these people think that it's an elixir to take the nose off the thing, it's right. just cruelty. Right. So there's a lot of cruelty out there. Human nature is not so kind at times. And then there's these wonderful stories about rescuing and adopting, which is so wonderful. I mean, Peggy Adams has this incredible yes. place in Florida. And people really care. And dogs are, they're such a great companion because to me, when they're used as seeing eye dogs, when they're used for children who have epileptic fits, they're used for police work, they're used to sniff out bombs. It is extraordinary. These animals are so special. And most of, a lot, a lot of them are completely neglected. And it's really sad, and we right. have to be... So this is what's a very important thing, is for these young children to learn something that you taught them, which is called TLC. That's right. And it stands for... Teaching. Literacy and compassion. And it's wonderful. And that's, that's the key. Because You have to teach this. You, you do you, have to you teach You don't this. just assume that... I agree. Right? And you start when they're little. Exactly, and that's why your stories of these all these books have been going to schools, which was very difficult for you to do because right. you've got to go to a board. Now there's, what, 112 schools? In Elementary the school libraries. Elementary. So the books have now, um, they are purchased. They're in 112 elementary school libraries, which is great. Yeah, but it was difficult. Great. You had to go to the board. Right. You had right. to do all these things. I had to get the whole program approved by the county schools. So I started that way. And then a year or two later, then I got into asking that they could have these books in the libraries so that the kids have access. So when I go in and do a presentation, the kids can then, you know, have, have access to the books. Extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Now, you call them pamphlets in general, right? I mean, is that what you call them? The books? Yes. Well, they're, they're 3,500 to 4,000 words short stories. Short stories. They're, I've written them so that they're short stories packed with a lot of the standards that we teach in the school system. Having been a teacher, I, I, I cover, you know, briefly all the standards. So as Science. one pamphlet started, and then all of a sudden your imagination gets carried away, and you do the dream sequence of right. the dog right. while he's dreaming of going on an right. adventure. So the first book is nonfiction. That, that's true. Luke's, that's Luke's first story. year of life. Exactly. And then to carry on the series, I had to bring some fiction. But it's based on, every book is based on real life in the beginning. Yes. Customers, things that happen, Luke's adventures or things with Greg. And then it goes into the dream sequence. So I can take children all over the world based on jewelry and customers that come into the store. So now we've got the, him going on, on a golden rush adventure right, right. on the Two. Orient Express. Right. We've got him exploring the jungle. Right. We've got him going uh, shipwreck treasures. <laughs> He's got so many things of what the, these books now have become so creative. They're beautifully illustrated, by the way. Thank you. And they're absolutely divine. And it's just so sweet because they're all stories that teach them geography, history, animal kingdom, yes. and yes. things of that nature. So it really encompasses an amazing fun things for these children 
And then when they see the dog, they go bananas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they yeah. also in the question and answers, it's fun to see that the kids have ideas for more books. They go, why don't you do a book about this? Why don't? And then one of the one of the student kids said, well, I guess Luke needs a lot of brothers and sisters to do all the adventures that he could go <laughs> yeah. on. That's the fun part is it's teaching compassion. But at the same time, I'm teaching writing and the fun of writing, illustrating, and they give their ideas. So it's a question and answer at the end of my presentations. So I draw them into the writing process. And they'll ask me, how do you think, you know, they'll ask me those questions. Where do you come up with these stories? So I'm doing both, teaching compassion, yet teaching the joy and the fun of writing and creativity. And reading. They really love to read these right. books. They want to read it, and once you get children hooked on a series and the characters, they'll go on and continue reading each book. It's wonderful. I mean, so it's kind so of magical. That also, you, now you're at the zoo, Palm Beach Zoo, yes, yes. and your books are there. Right. And that's wonderful medium for the kids because then they get to see another story and they get to talk right. because some of this is also at the zoo. And well, they see in the story they read about the characters, that's but then right. the real life characters they can go and see them at the zoo, see them at Lion Country Safari, see them at Loggerhead Marine Life. So it's connecting um, real life, creativity, fantasy, but yet the the actual real heroes too. I'm teaching about being a hero. And a hero is someone who protects and saves animals. And they are the people that work, the keepers at the, at the zoos. And they're at the back of the book. So you go from Luke's mm -hmm. uh, dream sequence and all the characters that are in the book to the real characters and the real locations at the back of the mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. so that parents know where to take the kids to continue the story, but in real life. They get to experience the actual going to the zoo or actually going to oh, see I the see. turtles. Oh, I see, like Space Odyssey, yeah. right. uh, Egyptian right. Discovery. Yes. So right. conservation is, this is how all this started, because when you went to the zoo, you heard a lecture. Right, I heard a lecture. I had only written the first two books, but it was about poaching. And it was a conservationist. And then a, a teacher happened to be in the audience, and she asked, do you have any books or any materials to teach children about this? And ha I'm sitting there in the light. Well, I was like, there, I, have to go, I have to go and write the books in a delicate way to teach kids about poaching and trafficking. It's a terminology. And right. I can do that. And you have to start at elementary levels. In, in like second, third, fourth, fifth grade. Exactly. So that's what started this whole wildlife series. It's and extraordinary. It really was <laughs> because the teacher was there yes. and wanted to know something. Yes. You just said, yes. my goodness. There you go. <laughs> this is exact. Yeah, so it just fit right into the mm -hmm. your vision of what you were planning on doing. Right. Well, Luke right. is such a personality. I Just recently we were at Starbucks and yes. took Luke to Starbucks and the kids come up and they all know Luke and pet him and talk to him and explain to their parents why they know this dog and right. who the dog I is. I have been and... in that school. Right. I think it's great. So he walks up and down Worth Avenue, yeah. for instance, like the Always. lighting of the Christmas tree. Yes. Everybody yes. And everybody him. goes, Mom, that's Luke. That's Luke. And the mom's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. And I mean, he's become famous everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere in schools, children. I mean, how many children are in elementary schools in this county? 80, I mean, 80, 
I think we said 80, 85,000 children now have access to these And they books. now know this dog. Yeah. 85,000 yeah. people yeah. from a box in North <laughs> yeah. Florida to 85,000 kids right. in Florida, right. which is just Florida. Right. So this could be parlayed into other school right. systems yes. and even Broward County and Dade County yes. and just forget Florida. I mean, you might as well just go all over the place. <laughs> this has got the power that is enormous. So 85, this dog is a movie star who can't talk but his mother's talking <laughs> for him. This is the deal. This yeah. is what I think is so extraordinary. 85,000 children know exactly who he is, which is why you've got to be on television, which is why this dog's got to go and be on TV, because he could... Okay, so this it was is... His next trip is that several congressmen and senators from the conservation caucuses, he's going to be going up to Washington to discuss some of the problems, and the senators have agreed to take him around to show him the Capitol and yes. how the and government works. And, and <laughs> This is wonderful. And he does have the tie. He's got to well, wear the Well, the red tie. tie, but he also has the With patriotic, patriotic tie. tie. To take to Washington. That's what he Washington. wants. His, this yeah. is a brilliant idea. Yes. And the senators are excited to have him come up and, and visit them. And he's going to take a real, Luke is going to introduce a real problem and, and some solutions that right. he's going to present uh, on the Capitol. Mm -hmm. I think this is marvelous. Absolutely marvelous. Now, also, now there's another thing that's so lucrative here is you could do and put in the museum stores and, and all around. First of all, you're in the classic bookshop right up the street. I mean, mm -hmm. right in the window, smack these adorable books. And this reminds me of Dora the Explorer sort of thing, except it's with Luke. Exactly, right. It's the right. same sort of thing. Animation. I mean, this has got all the makings of a movie, a Disney film. It's, 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 the possibilities for this particular issue, now that you've made it so enormous, is huge. It's and the storyboards are now prepared for the uh, short content, so that will be done. And especially Susan's now focusing on e-books so the children can actually listen while they're learning to read the book. So, they're, so you've got the visuals, you've got the, the words, which are so important, but then you also, they can listen to the story. That's incredible. All to help them learn to read at a young age. Oh, I think it's wonderful. Now you were also doing little charm bracelets with Luke, yes. stuffed Luke. Yes. Luke plush puppies. Luke plush which puppies. They've been a hit. T-shirts. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. else? Can, I mean, well, all the books do tie in because he's the door grader at jewelry store. So I do tie in gemstones and the healing aspect in different indigenous tribes. We have the Maasai for the Afro Africa book, and um, the Kayapo for the rainforest, the Seminoles for the Everglades, because it's the significance of their culture of jewelry. So everything ties into the fact that he is a dog at a jewelry store and what is the significance of jewelry throughout the world and the healing aspects of gemstones. So every book ties into that. And um, artifacts, the shipwreck, um, heirloom jewelry, the pocket watch from... 1800s is the oh right is, yeah so I every and, that was a real and story all too. these are real stories I That's I actually right. saw this story. come it's in fascinating. this little boy found oh, tell us this is great. Wait, um in the, and then, then the gold rush and you mean the pocket watch or yes, the pocket watch right there was a pocket watch in the store so I asked my son about it and then we found out it was 
It was a paddock fleet from the 1800s. That's what inspired me to write the book about that and taking kids back in time to the gold rush. So this kid found it in the ground. Well, no, this particular was a customer. All of these are based on customers that come in with heirloom jewelry, jewelry that might need to be repaired, or coming in and asking for a specific piece to be designed and made. The Africa book with the cufflinks, yeah. that's true. That was a that those were cufflinks that were made for someone. So there's there's it's endless how many books I could come up with just what people came into the store with. It's, and then tie it in too. And tie it all in. Right. Now you name all some of your animals and the, the, uh, the by the names of jewelry yes. stones. Yes. That's the, the animals some of them are named after gemstones. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, we've got Jade and uh, That's give right. me some of the names of the of Oh the, my gosh. I mean, I've read all these in what, the book. Let's well, see. Jo- okay, see, there's the stone, there's the gold coin that looked like one of Grant's customers, remember? Right. This right. is fantastic. No, actually somebody did come in and uh, and with a gold from yeah, a from, right. from a shipwreck. Yeah, and and years my old. son called me. He goes, "You're not going to believe this because I had already started writing the book based on that." Oh my goodness! And the and the and the customer asked if my son wanted to go and dive with him. Wow! And I, so, yeah. No wonder these children are mad about this. It, yeah. it, it just it's, it's endless. And there's another of, pocket watch here. Yeah. And there's all. I mean, it's it's incredible. And here are the Indians. Yes. So I love the Native uh, Americans. Native Americans and the the yeah the Dreamcatcher. It's it's just amazing. But because Susan was a teacher, she's able to put the standards in. So it addresses the science. It addresses the social issues, which really helps the teachers because they're on such a tight schedule and they have to hit those points. And they're all here in the book, so they look um, quite simple. Uh, and are, there's a lot of illustrations, but at the same time, they're packed full of standards. Yeah, right. you're right. It, it, this is teaching right here in this little book that should people should respect and protect both domestic and wild animals. Mm-hmm. So it's all a tie-in for the environment. Right. And so it's teaching right. them that sort of thing. But right. you see, this is what's so cute. You've got Princess Amethyst here. <laughs> you have Amber. <laughs> yeah. And so the children now are learning about stones. Right. And their healing power. So it, it there's so much that this could be done mm-hmm. by the fact that he's also a star, having mm-hmm. ninety five thousand friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. quite a feat. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it, there's so much fun to read. There's so much. They're so and, sweet. Yes. And grown ups are starting to say, well, you know, we're starting to find learn things in these books that we didn't know. So they're sharing it's the experience. Brilliant. Well, also with their it has kids. a little bit of Palm Beach history. That's kind of fun. That is fun. each book. Right. Yeah, because first of all, this was an island. It was an island. With uh, alligators and palm yes. trees, period, yes. and a conversation. Yes. We had Alligator Joe on right. at the Everglades Club before it was the Everglades Club. We had a kangaroo Joey in Palm Beach. That will be in the um, Everglades. Uh, it's Australia book. Okay. So every there's so many tie-ins to the beginning of the story of actual Right here, little, Palm Beach Zoo simple, and Conservation Society. Palm Beach Society. History. Yes, and you have South Florida Science Center and Aquarium. Right. right. You have Kayapo Tribe. The Kayapo Tribe. It's just incredible. And so these kids are learning about wild animals and about animals, and it gives them an amazing awareness. But the designs are so sweet. 
So the books are be found, by the way, just because I don't want to lose the interest. If you have children between the ages of four and nine, they will love these books, and they can be found on your website, and you can order. And they're t they're very easy to read. They're very easy to hold. What is your website for my listeners? The website is lukesstory.com. L-U-K-E-S-S-D-R-Y.com. Yeah. It's just wonderful. So now And there's a lot of information and also uh, supplemental materials on the website yes, for true. teachers or maybe p parents that are homeschooling their children. There's vocabulary. There, I have a lot of links to other information that go with each book. It's extraordinary. So. Now, Peter, you came into the picture because all of a sudden this small project became voluminous yes. because of all the the tie-ins and now you're of course you're printing like crazy so you've been able to help pull this together now how did you two meet just by well, chance again by chance again but it all ties back to the books in a sense because i i've been in the treasure recovery business so i'm right. reading the book and i go oh well i actually do that <laughs> <laughs> and then i've i've uh worked on projects uh like operation raleigh where we took seven thousand youngsters around the world on expedition and so I'm pretty familiar with the rainforests and the the Amazon River we did a lot down there so I identified with the books and also my uh, daughter originally had difficulty reading and so we found that she was very comfortable with books that had a lot of illustrations and part of the reason that Susan has uh, self-published uh, is and remained independent is so often they want her to do simpler illustrations, less expensive illustrations, and then you lose the children. The children really love those pictures that are in the book, and that's what gets them to read. They'll say, okay, I want to read about, what, what is that picture? I want to read about that picture. What is it? So she has managed to hold her own and stick to her guns and have beautifully illustrated books. And that's I think what the they're children's beautiful. Love. I mean, but you, I mean, you must be, you've sold what, five, almost 5,000 books yeah. already. Mm -hmm. And if you took it on a different level, that would be hundreds of thousands of books for mm -hmm. children mm -hmm. who, as you said, may or may not have a good reading experience, and this would be so helpful. Yes, and, and my job is to try to help Susan be able to spend more time writing because she has already eight more books that she'd like to do, plus the kids keep raising their hands with another eight books that they would like to see her do, and so then I can help do some of the get the, the distribution and, and the sales That's and getting right. into more schools so that Susan can focus on what she loves doing most, which and is writing. And this is why I said imaginative, because, I mean, who would come up with this brilliant idea? <laughs> it's so clever, and it works, and so your imagination is beyond, and you're so oh, gifted. It's, a, it's an imagination. Between yeah. the jewelry, her son obviously is very talented, you're extremely talented, you have the patience of a saint, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. You need to have that. And now you're doing something. You just told me you were so busy. What is your next project? It's like coming up yesterday. This weekend. Yeah, tomorrow oh, this weekend. Right. Yes. I'll be speaking. It, it originally was April is for Authors. Now they call it BAM. It's an uh, all-day event on um, Clematis and also at Mandel Public Library. So authors are flown in from all over, a lot of middle school authors, a few elementary authors like myself, and we all have scheduled times that we're speaking. So I'll be speaking from one to two on self-publishing wow. with a couple other authors, and from two to three 
with a couple other authors on animal themed books. And can you do that sort of on a monthly basis? Or the, this is this event is only one once a year, one day. Right, but I'm sure there and, are other events. And oh, people. there's all, always events, right? Always Susan's events. Right. Always in, going to in presentations. In the Florida right. area that you and how do you right. find out about these events? Uh, I'm invited or asked to attend. And, um, and, well, but, but a lot of it's just, uh, I do a lot of school presentations. Susan's so. almost becoming a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. And she started, she's doing it mostly with children right now with the help of Luke. But more and more, she's getting asked to come and speak about what she does and how she got started. Her story in itself is quite... Uh, it's quite, it's uh, quite fascinating. Yeah, so. It parallels... Because often people think about writing, you know, they want to write a book. And something. Yeah, but they have no so, idea what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And so it's a it's an opportunity for me, and I actually did this probably a year ago, also at Mandel Library, where I talked about self-publishing. You know, you have the idea, how do you carry it through? So I teach it as not to tell people how to do it, but how I've done this and how one book led to another and 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 the whole self uh, publishing process, which is very big now. It is very big. Yeah. Susan was the only the second person really to be able to go into the school systems being self-published. So that for was them to actually purchase the books because normally they purchase from publishers. So to ha actually have purchased my books for the library was an honor. Um, it was an honor. Definitely. Yeah. So Susan's sort of pioneering me. this self self-publishing trend. And, it's, and she's very um, humble about it, which is, she certainly is. <laughs> but actually what she's done is quite a story and very uh, motivating to listen to. I love the idea of motivational speaker in terms of kindness and literacy, compassion. I mean, and we know, all have children. So it's yes. fun to hear how Su Susan explains how she communicates with these kids. And then you see them all running up when they and see her, her, and, her. The and, the, and, the, and the animals come up to her like they know her, like they've read her books. I know, when I was interviewing you, Susan, I know he's, everybody's going to laugh, my beautiful puppy Lily went right up to Susan, did not even ask permission, sprawled on top of her and took this long nap, and I thought, what in the world are you doing, Lily? You don't do that with other people. It was so charming and so Susan says they know they just know it's okay it's okay which I think is so charming so they they're it's wonderful because I mean I don't know how you you're gonna have to have a little autograph pad around his neck or something <laughs> so, somebody has to tell their story that's how I feel exactly. So I'm, exactly I'm telling their story all animals you should have like a through loop pen. <laughs> You know, like a St. Bernard, have a little pen around his neck, mm -hmm. and they can write on it and mm -hmm. say, hey, Luke, how are you? Mm -hmm. Which I well, a lot of the kids, too, again, in, in trying to motivate them also to be writers. And I get a lot of letters from the kids and their own ideas. I have some things on the website, but I have endless supply of things that the kids have written about their own dog or their own... And that's that's also the purpose. Get Susan's them to read. Like get them to write. A child uh, whisperer. <laughs> exactly, a child whisperer. Or she gets through to these children, and they just spontaneously write her letters and ask her questions. Mm -hmm. It's and, such an educational, yeah. wonderful mm -hmm. thing to have turned a dog into this fantastic story. And then this dog's going to go to the how in the world going to get him on a plane, sweetie? He's huge. Well, he's going to he's going to become very successful and have his own plane. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. yes. There you go. I think it's so wonderful that you're getting all the support from Peter and from yes. the schools. 
that makes a big, big difference because you have a, somewhat of a publishing company yourself. And I think that this is going to go in places that are beyond because you've got to be able to do like Dora the Explorer, animation, Disney, for God's sake, we go to Orlando. I mean, it's right here. I mean, there's so many endless possibilities, especially with the little charm bracelet mm -hmm. and the dog, the, uh, the stuffed dog with the tie. I think it is absolutely charming. Mm -hmm. And this dog is a lucky boy. <laughs> He's a lucky, lucky boy. This is just magnificent. And I wish you so much luck with this. So we've got the website, and it's in classic bookshops. It's on the Internet. You can buy them. The series, if your school doesn't have it, you should buy it for your children and have them bring it to the school and show the school because these books are making a huge difference in the hearts and minds of so many children. And this is compassionate, and this is exactly what we need in this world. Some good, feel-good story. Feel good. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes, it's about, yes. It's feel all good. about it, and so care. Right. I, you, I'm and very teach proud. the children to be the heroes. That's right. Right. They have right. to be. They have to be. Have to have that kind of. I didn't realize it was not in, innate. I think you really do have to teach. People. You do have to teach. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. I always thought you know you were a nice person or you were a bad person, but I suppose you learn mm -hmm. good, good teaching, habits. Teaching them, you know, responsibility. Oh, you know, so that's. Yeah. Well, Peter, best of luck because right. you're you've been so helpful and he's so connected all over the place. <laughs> yeah. My goodness gracious, Peter, you have the most incredible contacts. You're really going to get this soaring away. And I'm just so proud of both of you and your collaboration. And I'm going to go to your jewelry store and meet this boy. I can't wait to yeah. see him because he's in every single yeah. one of these books, yeah. which I've read, and they're so wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you so much for coming, and I hope your message comes across. And God bless you, really. And do not forget, lead us not into temptation. We can find it ourselves. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.